0: Welcome to the Empower podcast by Mitchell. I'm your host, Shelley Callahan, Director of Marketing at Mitchell. And today we're talking to thought leaders at the 2017 National Workers' Comp Conference in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll hear from Mitchell experts, Brian Allen, Shaheen Hatamian, Michelle Hibbert-Yakabashi, and Lisa Hannish. We'll be asking them about tech trends, their predictions for 2018, and their big conference takeaways. Let's meet our industry experts.
1: Hi, my name is Shaheen Hatamian. I head up product management and strategy for uh, Mitchell Casualty Solutions.
0: Hi, my
2: name is Michelle hibbert Yakabachi with Mitchell International, and I am the vice president of regulatory compliance.
3: Hi, I'm Brian Allen, vice president of government affairs at Mitchell.
4: Hi, I'm Lisa Honish. I am an executive sponsor and industry strategic consultant with
0: Mitchell. We asked our panelists what technology they see transforming the workers' compensation industry. Let's hear what they had to say.
1: So the way I see technology transforming the workers' comp industry is uh, three areas. One is automation, the second is integration, and the third is speed. So in terms of automation... Uh, we're seeing a lot more mechanisms and capabilities in terms of um, decision support as it comes to handling the claims and processing the claims by the use of expertise, by use of analytics and data to be able to inform the various different workflows of our solutions and the client's uh, solutions to be able to automate a lot of the tasks that otherwise in the past have been done manually by the adjusters and the claim staff, uh, things like machine learning, analytics, all of these things are looking at how we can take some of the data, some of the history of the the way we have processed claims in the past, and take some of the expertise of our people, of our adjusters, the valuable you know know-how, and bake it into something that um, the, that the machines can actually do that task and make it more automated, more efficient and more accurate. In terms of integration, uh, obviously, by the advent of technology, we're seeing a lot of the solutions that in the past would just stand alone and by themselves. We're seeing more and more uh, vendors, as well as the, the users, the carriers, TPAs, etc., doing doing the, the work of integrating those solutions because if you have five or six different Um, technologies and platforms that are not working together they're just not really as as efficient and effective as you want them to be so the work of the IT folks and people like Mitchell in the way that we're integrating our solutions to make it a seamless experience to make it an efficient and effective experience um, is again another area where technology is enabling and the last one I mentioned was speed so um, Obviously, all of those things, automation and integration, are gonna speed up the process of handling the claim. But on top of that, there are technologies such as telemedicine, such as electronic billing, electronic payments, and overall the digital experience. And by that, I mean the connectivity between the various different uh, claim actors, be it the providers, the injured person, the, the adjusters, all being connected electronically uh, you know, through the means of um, mobile devices and basically internet and and technologies like that is going to speed up and um, is speeding up the, the claims process. Uh, so those are the three areas, automation, integration, and speed that I view as uh, something that technology is transforming.
0: And Lisa, what are your thoughts? One of the
4: things that is really important to me in looking at how technology is transforming our industry is how people use data. We have to have data, and Mitchell offers a lot of different data sources from our different channels that we have. One of the things that's interesting with with Mitchell is our concept of wigs. Whole is greater than the sum of its parts, and our wigs is really tying in together the different opportunities that we have to use data as an example when you look at our regulatory services our regulatory services has data about the total outcome of a claim from the first report and what that initial diagnosis is all the way through different types of payment processing for the injured worker and looking at whether there's permanent disability payments attorney payments and how do we use that data to really drive different claim outcomes and seeing what is important for returning people to work. In looking at how that type of data use is transforming technology, you look at an application like ReviewStat and how ReviewStat can take information in from a utilization review case that comes in for a particular treatment and say, where is this claim going? How did it originally present? And what is the opportunities that we have in learning how the claim can be handled better. Some treatments may be approved more easily and be green-lighted. We have a particular trademark phrase that I love, fast to yes, easy to know, and that's K-N-O-W. So the fast to yes is when treatment can be authorized, it should occur as quickly as possible so we can connect different types of channel partners to those types of approvals so that the um, actual appointments can happen as fast as possible
0: and Michelle what about you what are your thoughts on how technology is transforming the industry
2: so thinking about technology in our space really the first thing that I think about is the patient I know a lot of people may answer that question with how are we facilitating it in workers comp how are we using technology to even process bills or to make payments but the first thing off the top of my head is how is the industry changing when it comes to providing medical care to patients. And, um, you know, the first thing I think of in that realm is technology when it comes to telemedicine. When I think of of technology and telemedicine, I, I mean, I really think about it in delivery of patient care. Uh, but there, there are so many uses for it. When we think about it in the world of delivering services in the work comp industry, using technology, we think maybe the telemedicine play will have benefit for us when we're doing medical reviews in the managed care space. How can we use technology um, and telemedicine, or even, you can't even really call it telemedicine. It's almost teleconsultation and tele-review, which that is actually a term and utilize that technology to deliver services to our customers. So when I think of the industry and the change in the industry, I think the patients are getting better faster and are able to see more medical providers than they were ever able to see before. And uh, even on the Medicare side, we're seeing uh, between 2016 and 2017, we saw a... 23 percent increase in the use of telemedicine just in one year alone and in Medicare speak that's millions and millions and millions of dollars so looking forward to 2018 and innovations like telemedicine we're gonna see that same increase if not more because it's becoming more widely accepted not only just in the rural areas and delivery of healthcare, care but also in the usage of it and being able to review the patients by companies like us in the managed care space to see patients that are in rural areas ourselves and follow up on case management.
0: Brian, what are your thoughts? How is technology becoming a bigger part of what we do?
3: Well, technology is becoming a bigger and bigger factor in the workers' compensation industry. I think as healthcare evolves and as processes evolve, and as administrative costs continue to become a bigger and bigger factor, companies are looking for ways to sort of manage those things and technology is a tool that they can use to manage that. Some of the technology I think we'll see coming forth in the uh, workers' comm space on the healthcare side is telemedicine. That's technology that I think has some real promise. It has an opportunity to deliver care to people in remote areas. I think as the technology becomes better and more reliable, that you'll actually be able to see some elements of care actually delivered electronically, uh, with specialists in remote locations. You know, help, well, I guess more in centralized locations, helping people in rural environments where it's very far for them to travel to a specialist. But they, the specialist, can be. Uh, assisted by someone on site in the rural location to help that person get the care that they need. I think that would be a tremendous breakthrough and be very convenient. I think technology can also be helpful in in helping to predict future uh, potential problems, maybe even uh, better technology in the injury prevention aspect of of the world. Um, I think that's one area that... Technology shows a lot of promise. I think the other thing is just in monitoring and managing care, some of the wearable technology and other things that could be available to people. Um, You know, I don't know that it makes sense in today's environment for someone to travel to a doctor to get a glucose test or a cholesterol test or a blood pressure test when they can do that from home and that information could be transmitted electronically to their doctor. I mean, we have to start thinking a little bit more creatively on how we use the technology to, to provide better and more immediate care, but also to help manage and reduce costs in the healthcare system.
0: What's your biggest takeaway from the conference? Shaheen, let's start with you. What was your biggest takeaway?
1: My biggest takeaway from this conference, honestly, has been just seeing a lot of new faces um clearly all of those things that i mentioned as far as the technology are relevant they're out there on the floor but new faces in two ways one i'm seeing a lot of younger generation of people showing up at this at this show which is great you know i've been coming to this show for eight years and um it's always been you know <laughs> older generation of folks who have been in this industry for many many years now i'm seeing in you know, a lot of new faces a lot of new entrants which is a breath of fresh air because everybody thinks of this industry as you know not one that a lot of young people want to you know enter and you know start their career in um but also new faces in the way of new players that i'm seeing on the show floor um, you know The technology aspect that I talked about earlier is definitely one factor. You're seeing some players that are coming in the picture from that technology angle, uh, companies that are trying to transform the claims process and the overall insurance process, uh, doing those things like automation, the integration, and, and leveraging technology with uh, the v- various different uh, capabilities for the insurance market.
0: Michelle, what about you? What was your takeaway?
2: So, when I think about the biggest takeaways of this conference for me, has been networking. Yesterday, I made a point of visiting every single booth in this expo hall. I review first thing I do in a, at a conference is I review the breakouts to see where and where I'm really interested in learning and uh ta- having that kind of takeaway from the conference and I looked at it and I thought I would get more out of the exhibit hall than I was going to get out of the breakout sessions that were offered yesterday. I'm not saying that that it means the content is bad at all, but I, I from an interest perspective, I had more interest in looking at the new technologies were, that were being offered not only by companies like Mitchell for competitive reasons, but also looking at the patient delivery again. And one of the very first uh, companies I walked up to, and I spent a lot of time with, was one that was delivering uh, cold therapy with pneumatic devices, and I know that sounds all technical, but what it do, what it did was it would increase the circulation and cold therapy in a location, and it was The the main goal of it was to heal the patient faster using cold therapy, basically take swelling out of it, which means you take pain out of it, which relates to taking less drugs. So when you look at things like this, you have to look at the long term for the patient and how it's going to affect their life in the long term and get them through that initial pain situation that they're in so they don't start taking opioids and they don't start taking drugs. And so that was the very first thing that I saw. And I, the second takeaway I had was um, with a company which was uh, that does 2D and 4D uh, MRI review. And I immediately thought of a way it could be used in first-party auto and workers' comp um, to help adjudicate claims on MRIs that are done improperly. And uh, meeting companies like that just in the very first row, I went down, made it so I want. That's all I wanted to do when I got here was to see what people had, you know, in their uh, arsenal of stuff that they were trying to sell here and show showcase. And I, I think that that is an untapped source for a lot of education inside. So the, my biggest takeaway is uh, this exhibit hall and speaking to the people that are selling their their wares.
0: And Lisa, what are you thinking?
4: One of the things that I'm looking at is the use of different tech-enabled services. When we have tech-enabled services, let's take one like telemedicine, tele-rehab. It is a way to engage people and engaging the injured worker in owning the outcome of the medical care. So that type of tech-enabled resources is looking at what is the injured worker's role in the process with the healthcare provider. And it actually builds trust. So the trust comes from having that type of provider engagement, and the provider engagement is now a a better option when you have FaceTiming, essentially, for medical care. So you look at our uh, aging population, and we talk a lot about how millennials want to use different types of new technology, but really it's for all ages because they feel more connected. And you're looking at a, a, a... particular research study that has occurred and recently I read about from uh, Dell Medical Center in my hometown of Austin Texas and you're looking at what telemedicine is offering and one of the most important factors is building trust through that type of engagement whether it is email video telephone and how do you make sure that those types of connections exist throughout the entire life cycle and throughout our entire community from provider to injured worker to claim handler to all the different ancillary
0: partners that that exist. And last but not least, Brian, what really resonated with you this year?
3: Well, my biggest takeaway from the conference is really, first of all, there are a lot of wonderful people who work in the workers' compensation industry. I have met at this conference a lot of new people that I have not met in the past, and they're phenomenal individuals that really care about what we're trying to do to help make the system work better and to really get injured workers cared for and back to work in a manner that I think is is what really was intended from the very beginning. So I think that's all really positive. The other big takeaway is I think we really are starting to think outside of the box a little bit. And um, I've always said, you know, you have to think outside the box. In fact, we probably should take the box, burn it, and scatter the ashes on the winds of change. But the reality of it is is that we are starting to talk about how do we do better in, first of all, preventing injury, and then how do we do better on the backside of that injury and in helping use the tools that are out there and innovate new tools to, to provide better care for the injured worker, to provide more humane care to the injured worker, and get them back to work more quickly.
0: And finally, what is your biggest focus for 2018? Shaheen?
1: My focus for 2018 is gonna be around uh, some of the technologies that I mentioned earlier. One, definitely in the area of analytics and reporting. We want to bring this vast amount of data that Mitchell uh, has in our uh, repository and bring that to meaningful ways that the customers can experience and leverage for their operations to do decision support, to better operate their um, business. So we're focused on several areas. Um, Basic reporting, but visualizing the reports, giving interactive access to the data so uh, our clients can analyze the data not just get static reports. But then also moving on into advanced analytics Uh, to be able to do causation models, things that will increase the automation, that will increase the decision support uh, capabilities in the workflow of our solutions. We're also gonna be very focused on the deeper integration of our solutions. We have this term, we call it WIGs, which is whole is greater than some of its parts. Uh, We're gonna be very much focused on that as we have in the past to Make sure that all of the solutions that Mitchell provides, as well as our partner solutions that are um, uh, used by our clients, are deeply integrated, and we create a seamless experience for the users. And lastly, I'm going to be very much focused on the digital experience, uh, and that is to uh, focus on the providers and give them the electronic access and the means to connect with our uh, clients, the carriers, and, and the payers uh, to make that experience smoother, uh, reduce the friction between the parties, and make that process faster. Also digital experience from an injured person uh, perspective, we're going to be focused on delivering mobile solutions that uh, can be leveraged by um, the claimants and the injured people.
0: And what about you, Michelle?
2: The industry focus for, you know, and I always stick in regulatory compliance because that's where I am. But the industry focus uh, for us at Mitchell in 2018, in particular, is getting it right. Um, One of the biggest areas of concern for us always is the ambiguity in the language that we deal with. And uh, are we just pushing our agenda? Are we being objective? Are we doing the right thing? So uh, the Focus in 2018 is to create super great processes for regulatory compliance that gets it right. One of the most important things when you sell software like Mitchell is that the answer has got to be correct. You don't want our customers dealing with, um, you know, providers being unhappy with them. We don't want them to be sued. Um, so we d- we take a lot of risks when we put out the right, a- what we assume to be the right answer. The only way we can do that is to include customers in our feedback loop. And one of the ways that we're gonna be doing that in 2018 is the creation of a virtual customer community. So when we do have this ambiguity in language in Workers' Comp that we can send out a question to our virtual customer community and ask them, how do you feel about this? Can you help us call the ball on this? That way we can develop a very consensus-driven and um, Uh, you know customer accepted software and anything that we do so that they accept all of the um, responses from Mitchell it actually will build up our credibility in the industry um, of delivering correct regulatory compliance in all of our products.
4: Thanks and Lisa? When you look at 2018 I think the most important thing that we're gonna have to focus on is the use of data analytics and tech enabled services. You look at different companies that are popping up, that are offering opportunities for how data can be used and streamline the efficiencies for operations, streamline the care, going directly from the provider all the way through to uh, uh, receiving treatment, to receiving the medical bill electronically, to receiving payment electronically. And how do you do that with as few keystrokes as possible and really have the accuracy that exists in medical bill repricing and all the regulatory constraints that we have, as well as the use of evidence-based guidelines and evidence-based guidelines existing in different types of data forms that can get our fast to yes, easy to know, to really be seen throughout the community in our industry.
0: Fantastic. And Brian? Brian?
3: Well, my particular industry focus for the coming year is, I mean, I think we still have some challenges out there on the opioid issue, and I think we have to continue to stay focused on that. Um, The more that I read and learn and understand about the the, the after effects of opioids and the impact on individuals and families and on businesses, the more I realize we have a lot of work still to do. Um, There are still far too many people who are addicted to opioids whose lives are being disrupted to opioids and who are losing their lives to opioids and uh, unfortunately the as we clamp down on the prescription opioids we're seeing a huge transition to street drugs. And that's a real problem. And we've got to get our head around that. So I think that's still a focus in our industry. And I think the best prevention for opioid addiction is to find better alternatives to treating pain that don't involve opioid medication. And there are companies out there that are innovating on that. I've learned that from this conference. And I think that's going to be a focus for me is how do we promote alternatives that are sensible while still providing you know, care that is appropriate for an injured worker. So I think that's a fo- an area of focus. I think also, I think getting a better handle on comorbidity issues is another area that I see the industry needing to really focus on. And that's an area I think we at Mitchell can really do some work in. And I, I would love to see us innovate and lead on, on some of those issues to help A, in injury prevention, and then B, in helping injured workers recover more quickly.
0: Thank you so much to our entire panel for your insights, your predictions, and all the takeaways from the conference. We had a great time in Las Vegas, and we're super excited to see you next year. This is Shelley Callahan powering down the Empower podcast by Mitchell. Join the conversation and read articles on our website, mitchell.com slash empower.